Hey friends, I don't know about you, but I love laughing and I love bringing humor into the classroom. And that is why I have invited my friend, Caitlin Eddington, to this podcast where she is going to be dishing out two quick tips on how we can laugh and have some fun and bring humor to the classroom. I want to give you a super fair warning. There are fart noises in this episode. Yes, that's right. We had a great time. We were cracking up throughout the entire interview, and I'm super excited to get it through your car stereo, to get it through your ear pods right now. Let's do it. Here's Caitlin. Only in our world is this normal. Hi friends, it's me, Monica Genta, and I'm really excited to be bringing you episodes of this podcast every week. It's full of tips and tricks, stories and strategies, celebrations and struggles, all from the real life that we are living every day. Welcome to This Teacher Life. Good girl. Just a long day of teaching. Hey, I hear you. I hear you. And thank you. You're doing this literally like moments after the kids left your classroom, right? Yes. You don't want to know what's like on this side of my classroom because it's like a total hot mess, but no, but I think (laughs) teachers can relate to that. Like just a total shit storm after the kids leave. Right. That's, Oh my God. Yeah. It's a mess. It's a mess, but it was a good day and the kids I'm halfway through the week. So feeling good from our standpoint from what we see your classroom looks gorgeous so thank you don't worry about it that's all that matters can I show you though literally look at these boxes like piled up to my custodian is gonna kill me (laughs) because I was just unloading like 10 million supplies and I'm like I'll just leave that right there it's fine no I love it and I love that we got a view (laughs) from your room so Caitlin like I I know about you obviously we're friends we met this past summer but it's yeah. like one of those things where it feels like I've known you for so much longer than that, which I is really know. cool. I love that. But uh, but tell viewers a little bit about you. So I am an art teacher. I teach uh, K through five at an elementary school in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And this is my 11th year teaching. Very cool. Like, where did the time go? I feel like it was yesterday, but yeah, I've been around the block a little bit. Just I love that. And art the entire time, right? Art the entire time. Yeah, I'm certified K through 12, but okay. I really love the little ones. I like planting the seed and I love, you know, watching them grow into little artists. And yeah. then I send them, send them to middle school when they get taller than me. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> and I actually had like the privilege of sitting through um, some professional development that you did over the summer. And yeah. like your art is no joke. Like People, like, if you are watching, you have got to check out um, Caitlin, especially on Instagram. Like, every time you post things, I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I don't have an artistic bone in my body, so I just get, like, uber teacher jealousy over you. No, that makes me so happy because I feel like, like, art doesn't need to be one of those things where you feel insecure about it or you're, like, afraid. Like, I just want, 
my goal is like art for everyone. You know what I mean? I love that. It doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be as stressful as people build it up to be. Okay. It's supposed to be the opposite of stress. (laughs) That's a great quote. Art for everyone. I love that. Yeah. So, okay. So we've got two tips that you're going to share with everyone today. And I think what's really cool is the two tips that you are sharing aren't exclusive to art teachers. These are tips that are for every teacher, every grade level. Yeah. Um, so why don't you throw your first one out to us? What, what's the first tip for us? All right. So my number one tip is you have to have a sense of humor. Like, you have to crack yourself. If you're cracking yourself up, you will absolutely, well, maybe crack up your students depending <laughs> on their height, their age. Yeah. But, um, like for me, using like funny voices or making like, I make so many fart noises in this classroom. It's <laughs> unreal. And this year I have a microphone. And so when I do like a, like a fart noise in the microphone, um, I mean, the whole crowd loses it. I just feel like I am like a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. I love, no, the best part about that whole statement was you didn't call it your classroom. You just said when the crowd, (laughs) like that's hilarious. I, well, I mean, sometimes like in an elementary school, you really do feel like if you ever need like a boost of confidence, like just walk through an elementary school and just start like waving and saying like, you're getting high fives. You feel like such a celebrity yeah, because they think you're, they think you're awesome, but you just can't take yourself too seriously. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what you're teaching. It doesn't matter what like your subject is. If, If you can bring a little bit of humor into it and also like, playful humor with your students, not just like when you're teaching, but you know, I I don't want to say I tease, but like playfully just kind of like, just talk to your students, connect with them. Um, I think that just help that can help any teacher. Just don't take yourself seriously, please. Yeah. No, it's a really powerful relationship building tools too. Like I've, I've never heard a kid say like, Oh man, I hate humor. Like, please don't make me laugh. Like, right. that's not a thing. So, no. All right. No. We're, we're and I cool. took, and I have to say, I did, I totally ripped you off. And I did tag you on Instagram about this. Um, this year, when I went over like my rules and procedures, I did the entire thing through GIFs and memes. Yes. Like the entire thing. And I was like, I saw the baby one where the baby's like, I literally stole that from you because that was at your presentation and my, and my mom and I were sitting there cracking up, but it was like a baby just kind of moving. I was like, I need that. I need that for my classroom. So that was when they walked in, I was like, I'm so happy you're here. And they just thought it was so funny. It was like a nice icebreaker into like, Hey, I'm going to probably bore you a little bit, but that kind of leads into my tip number two. Yeah. Go for it. Basically, which is establishing like set classroom procedures and um, rules and procedures and classroom management techniques. Um, And if you can bring humor into that establishment, Mm -hmm. it makes it so much smoother, but you can't just like we're sometimes as teachers, like we spent all summer planning and we're like, Oh, we know our first project, we know our first lesson and you just want to jump into it. But if you don't have like a foundation in your classroom for the way that you want your room run mm-hmm. um, and what you expect of your students, like, are they allowed to talk over you when you're, some teachers are more lax with that. Like for me, I am, you know, I'm a stickler for you need to raise your hand and, and unless it be appropriate times. And um, if you don't have those expectations set, then nothing, all your hard work and planning just completely like falls by the wayside and they don't learn anything if they, if you don't know if, if they can't be contained you yeah. know what I mean totally yeah 
So it's it's part of those routines. Um, I often say routines build relationships, and what you yes. are saying is like exactly the right thing. Um, yes. Like that classroom management tool. If you if you can't control them, I don't know how you expect to teach them, right? And, and don't be afraid to like. I remember my first year teaching. I thought I like had all my rules, my procedures, all that stuff. But like, I hadn't thought through. What if a kid does something wrong? What if a kid breaks one of these rules? And one of my students, my first year teaching, was like, well, so what happens if I get out of my seat? And I was like, uh, you'll get in trouble. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't thought it all the way through. Like you have to, especially elementary level, there can be no gray area. Like yeah. everything has to be black and white. Like if you do this, then this is what happens. Or if right. you do this in a positive way, this is what you can earn. Like mm -hmm. kids need that structure. Um, so it's okay though if you if you start you know teaching through the year and everything is tanking and bombing and um and none of your classroom procedures the, are working the way you thought it would it's okay to hit a pause and like reteach them in october yep reteach them in december like nobody says because you said it in the beginning of the year like that's the end i'll be on you have to suffer throughout the year with it it's okay to stop and and also like ask your students like yeah what do you think is going well what do you think we need to work on or what do you think the rules in the classroom should be? Let them write the rules mm -hmm. because a lot of times they have way, they have way better ideas than we do. Yeah. I think. But. I know, and it's just that that flexibility that you're that you're talking about. Like, yeah. we don't have to have all of the answers like at the very first moment that the school year begins. Like, we can exercise flexibility and we yeah. can get students involved in that process and like yeah. together figure out what's going to work best for these students in this classroom this year. Definitely. And like every class is different and every school is different and things that I, you know, had set in stone at my title one school when I first started teaching, um, you know, I don't have to do as much in, in my current school or maybe certain things, you know, like you just, you have to get, to, you have to get to know your students. That's number one. I mean, I, that's, I should have said that as a rule, but once you get to know your students, then you can establish those procedures and things and find out what motivates them, Yep. find out what excites them. You, it's not a you know cookie cutter system at all. You need to get to know your kids in order yeah. to build those relationships. That's right. I love it. Okay, so to sum it up, first of all, we have to have a sense of humor. We got to have fun and be playful with our kids. Yes. That helps build relationships. And then yep. also the classroom management. Like we have to create routines and expectations that yes. have the kids in mind and also that they are a part of. It's perfect. Yes. I love it. 100%. Kaylin, those are solid, girl. I love Here, it. high five. High five. Yes. Okay, perfect. Straight up, she is ridiculously fun to talk to, and she is just as fun in person. Kaylin and I had the opportunity to reconnect this summer at a teacher event, actually in the Bahamas, which was banging. And we just had so much fun together. If you haven't checked out her profile on the Instagram, you have got to do that. Even if you're not an art teacher, she is worth a follow. I'm constantly just mesmerized by her art skills. You can check her out at Art with Mrs. E on Instagram. Friends, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love it. It would mean so much if you are rating and writing a review. That written review is super, super cool. And starting next week, I am giving shout outs to everyone who is writing one of those. You could be announced live on the next episode. No matter what you get done this week, make sure you are enjoying living this teacher life.